What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 73 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Uh, thank you to everybody that's tuned in to our live stream tonight. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you're watching us live right now, please don't forget to share it so we can get more people in here. We are on Facebook and YouTube. We are also available on thepropsnetwork.com. You could tune in there to check us out. We are missing Mikey P tonight. He has a torn labia. He is out <laughs> indefinitely. Nah, I'm just playing, Mikey. We miss you. He had a work event that he so he's unable to attend. So me and Nick Theories will be taking it away. Uh, quick rundown: We're going to be go, giving our thoughts on the play-in of the NBA. Then we'll be doing a round-by-round synopsis on our NBA brackets, similar to March Madness. Then we will pivot to a little bit of NFL and MLB talk. Facts. Let's get this shit rocking, baby. All right. So where do you want to start on the play-in? You want to start with the winners, or you want to start with the losers? I want to start with the winners. All right. Um, yeah, we don't need to mention losers. My biggest takeaway, Anthony Edwards is fucking prime, bro. He took that game over. He is prime for business. Maybe like Pat bro. Bev and all them aren't capping when they talk about him and in, in the regard they speak to him about. Nah, bro. They're for real. Like dead ass. I think the Wolves got a tough matchup, though. They play the Grizz. Yeah. So it would be Ja versus Anthony Edwards. That would be interesting. Yeah. But um, overall, it's like, yo, Minnesota's, they're good, bro. I know. Like, it's funny because. They got deloading. <laughs> he's good, dude. He's yeah. underrated. He's fire. I know. I was saying before when the whole Ben Simmons stuff was going on that I would have I would have taken D'Angelo Russell in a, in a trade package for him. Man. I'm a big fan of him, dude, for real. He is good. And he made some clutch shots, too. A hundred percent. He's just underrated because he's he got stuck in the Lonzo Ball issue. They both started out their careers really slow, and then they both improved. Now, he improved more than Lonzo. Like, he was the leader of the Nets team before well, they traded for him. Correct, because he was with – he started with the Lakers, and that was a, a dumpster fire because the whole thing came out with Swaggy P mm -hmm. when he, like, that whole Swaggy thing happened with his girl. Yeah. When the whole thing happened with his girl in the locker room. Yeah. Then he went to the Nets. That's some sucker shit. That whole team was good with uh, Kenny uh, – I forget his name. Kenny Atkinson, maybe? That team was good. And then they traded everyone for KD and Kyrie. So, I mean, I can't blame them for that. But that's kind of that's kind of where that went. But now look what the Wolves have with Edwards, Cat, and Patrick Beverly. Mm -hmm. And Cat's a new man. Patrick yeah. Beverly instilled something in that dude. Well, um, yeah. I mean, what you talking about, Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah. Yeah. He had a bad game, and he still won. And but what's you know, what's crazy is like I feel like Paul George had a good game. He like, did. I feel like without him, the Clippers ain't even close. They to really got smoked. They would have got smoked. He was making some clutch threes to keep him at least, like at least, like you know, a heartbeat. But man, like, I, what was glaring to me is that the Clippers were missing the second man. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Or their superstar. In yeah, 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 for sure. So and Patrick um, Beverly locked Reggie Jackson. Facts. Up. He, Just locked yeah. him up. I mean, he can play good defense, man. I know. I can't stand him because I think he's a prick, and I don't like some of the shit he does. Like last year when he pushed Chris Paul. Like, I hate when he does those antics and, like, slapping the ref's ass and... Yeah, but, like, I, I think it's out of really good fun, bro. And I think he just plays, like, a hard ass because so, he plays that way. I don't think to. he's... I don't think he's actually like that. Like, I feel like he actually, like, he just fucks around. So, for me with Pat Beverly, I think... He's Pat, a free spirit. He had to earn his... He had to earn every way. So, for him, the only way for him to succeed is to play with an edge. But my thing also with him is, too, is, like... As much as he annoying he is, I would take him on the Sixers. Like, you want him on your team. That's the kind of guy you want on your team. Because Absolutely. You, he does all the dirty work. Yep. You know he's intense. He's going to bring it every night. Yep. And he occasionally can knock down some threes. He's a good leader. He is. Yeah, he's a good leader. He and every, is. They laughed at him when they said that he was going to – when he said it. He tweeted. His he's opening like, interview, yeah. we're going to make the playoffs. Well, he said every team that I've been on, uh, I love that. He's like Lance Stevenson. He said he he said he made the playoffs every single year he's he been has, in the league. which is and a he weird said stat. He said he was going to go. He he was going to go again, and I he know. did. Hey, and and the Wolves are actually in the playoffs. I mean, I'm I'm really shocked. Yeah, he started with the Rockets. Yeah, I think it was the Rockets, and then it was the Clippers. Yeah, which I mean, that Clippers team, the one year with the the final year of the Warriors, they took two games from them. Mm -hmm. So I mean, and you know what's crazy too is like when I watch him in Minnesota, I'm just <clears> like. How are they in this position anyway? Like, I feel like they should be already in the playoffs. I mean, they're they're talented. They had some injuries throughout the year, but they're here's the thing: they're like they're a good team, but they're in that position because I feel like that's the team that they are. But like, I would I think they're better than the Nuggets. 
I mean, look, to be a honest. lot of teams have injuries. Yeah. And they overcome them. That's true. That's fair. You know? So it's like, I don't know. I know. I, I don't know. They're, they're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out. Yeah. Uh, they're going to give the uh, the Grizzlies some trouble. But For sure. um, what about, like, what's your thoughts about Brooklyn and Cleveland? Um, I thought the Cleveland made a nice little run towards the end yeah, where right. it got close. And then uh, Durant hit two big shots in a row to put them up eight. And then he put them up ten. But, I mean, that game, it was all Kyrie. Facts. I, mean, I, I I remember I turned it on a little bit late. And when I saw that at, he, at one point he was nine for nine and two or t- of two or three of three from three point, I just started laughing. I'm like, he hasn't missed a shot yeah. in the third quarter? I'm Into gonna, the third quarter? I'll be honest, man. <clears throat> he, he's had a good year. He's fresh. Facts. He's had a good year. Every time he plays, he's lighting that fucking scoreboard up. He's fresh, dude. He's not playing. He's he hasn't really had to do like the back to backs and all the wear and tear. It's yeah. been like a it's been like a half a season for him. So he has his legs under him. Dude. Totally. And my thing is with the Nets, like Bruce, if Bruce Brown can keep playing as well as he's playing, like they're 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 okay. I'm not gonna say like you know we'll get into our picks in a little bit, but Bruce Brown has stepped up. Um, I don't know how it's going to be once Ben Simmons comes back. That's that that that's uh, remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's just going to insert him and see how that works. I, yeah, I, I don't know I about don't, that. I, don't, I agree with you. And I actually liked uh, Kevin Durant after the game when Bruce Brown made that comment yeah. about the Celtics, and mm-hmm. he was like, "I don't like that shit. Just go out there and play basketball." Yeah, those who because Let's and like hoot. and like my thing is with Kevin Durant, like that's that's what I like to see because yeah. like that's him being a leader. Like you call out your own teammate right on the spot. And he's right though. Like, don't give them extra motivation, bro. They're they're gonna. It's it's gonna be a fun <clears throat> playoff, man. I mean, I mean, the whole first round in the East is fun. I besides mean, if, the besides the Buck series. Yeah. So, like, if I look at the losers from from Tuesday night, which was Cleveland and, and the Clippers, I I see franchise uh, two franchises going in different directions. I I actually see the Clippers kind of trending down. I would agree with that. And I see Cleveland next year being really, really good. Well, 100%. They're I mean, going to be in the playoffs. Look what Darius Garland did. I mean, he hit the three in Kevin Durant's, in Kevin Durant's face He's where Kevin Durant just turned around and, like, smacked his leg like, fuck. He is really good. He's very good. And they're, like, they're missing Colin Sexton. He was playing awesome this year. Yeah. I think Cleveland was as high as the third seed before he got injured. And then they traded for Rondo, which to me was like a signal like, okay, we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, they got their backup point guard when Sexton came out. And then, uh, unfortunately, injuries happened. But Darius Garland stepped up. Like he's giving you, t- he's giving you twenty five and twenty five points a night, twenty points a night. Bro, it's it's gonna it's gonna be crazy because now you know the Hawks, they play the Hawks next round. Yeah, and the Hawks they've been lighting that shit up. They blew out the, the Hornets. I mean, they absolutely <laughs> destroyed them. So- I, I I didn't think that I didn't think the Hornets even showed up. I, I, I honestly, they they got embarrassed. I know it was uh, like you lost by tw- you lost by twenty nine points, and you were home. My thing, it's hard to judge. Lamelo Ball played so bad, and that's where I think I'm it sorry, turned. They were in Atlanta. They don't have a second hurt. scoring option, like a legitimate second scoring option that could get his own shot. Like Terry Rozier is good, but he's not your second guy on offense. He's your third. He's he reminds me a lot of like Tobias Harris. He can give you those games where he explodes, mm-hmm. but most of the time he's just a regular ass role player. And he's good. I'm not saying that. Like I'm not trying to knock him. But he's but he's he's in not those it. in those moments. Yeah. he's not that guy. Right, and you have to be. You need a second scorer. Yeah. So, but I mean, for me with the Hawks, that. That's the team from last year. They could score in bunches. That's why I said, like, the Nets, I know for a fact the Nets did not want to be in that 9-10 spot because why would you even want to chance that? Yeah, they're getting hot at the right time. Like, they're one of those teams that just catch fire and then, like, you just... They did it last year. They did it last year, man. Ended and up they have it. experience now in the playoffs, so they, have, you know, it, it helps. I think last year really benefited the Hawks, you know, being able to get to that point. I mean, Trey Young. Then they had the experience. They've been they know, in the Eastern Conference before. Finals. You know the what I mean? Coach. Like they know what it takes to get to that point. It's a long <laughs> journey, but they know that they're capable of getting there because they did it last year. And then finally, what they're like th- a fearless team. I know. My thing is, is like Trey Young, for as small as he is, dude, he's he's twenty five and nine. I mean, it's incredible that that trade of him and Luca is like one of the most equal trades. I've ever seen to an extent because Luke is a different animal, yeah. but not for nothing. 
Trey Young. Trey's done a little bit more. I right mean, now. yeah, and and he and he's taken Atlanta to yeah. like the playoffs. So the, you That's know what the mean? like they're a competitive team because of him. So like I I agree with that. I mean, I would take Luca. Of course, Luca's a different animal because Luca's like you saw what he was doing with his yeah. team. They were the fourth seed, but like. The Hawks fell off like that because they started out the year terribly because, like, the whole team got COVID in the first two months. Yeah. So everybody wasn't able to play. They had a few injuries. And then once they got cooking again with their – who I love their coach, Nate McMillan. Yeah. I just, like – no, I don't – like, I, why would you want to play the Hawks? Why would you want to go down that road? You see what they could do. I agree with you, man. It's going to be an interesting uh, matchup with uh, Cleveland. I know. That's for sure. It's going to be good. Yeah, Darius Garland and Trey Young. I, I think it's going to be electric, bro. So who do you have? Who wins? Pel- Pelicans or Clippers? Pelicans or Clippers? Um, I would go with the Pelicans. I I also am taking the Pelicans. Yeah. I think I've, Willie Green is a really underrated coach. Yeah, the Pelicans, they play as a team. Like, that's the thing with them. And you know what's crazy? With, like, they lost Zion all year. And they're still there. Like, they got a good squad. CJ McCollum. He's, yeah. Like, like I, I don't understand. He gets it done. Because the thing is, is he was so overshadowed by Dame. With all the crazy shots Dame can make pulling off from half court. And he's taking the last shot because he was like Batman and mm-hmm. he was Robin. But CJ McCollum is a knockdown shooter. And not to mention what he did for Brandon Ingram is crazy. Like, look how much Brandon Ingram is now blossoming. Yeah. Because he has somebody that needs to be guarded. Mm-hmm. On opposite of them, it's not just Brandon Brandon Ingram as the only shooter. So I think the Pelicans are going to win. I think Willie Green's a really good coach, and he got that team. He's got the team playing awesome. I agree, man. I it, it's going to be interesting. It is because like you know, like I said, I, if the Clippers lose this game, like I, I think they're going to look a lot different next year. Yeah, because all their guys were signed in the middle of the year. That's what I'm saying. And and, and like I I just I don't know, man. This is do or die for them. And if they win, does Kawhi come back? That would be interesting because they would play the Suns. I don't think – I mean, I just – based on his history and what he – how he is, I don't see him coming back because the injury takes too long to heal. Mm -hmm. And why would he – like, Clay Thompson was trying to play in the the gym and tore his Achilles. That's just the truth. I mean, look how long Kevin Durant sat out. It's a freak accident, though. Kevin Durant lost and blew his Achilles out in June in the finals and didn't play that next season. He didn't. He played. He sat out the whole year. He sat out the whole year. Why? Because you can't play with that. That's you can't right. play with those injuries. Yeah, Brooklyn signed him for like thirty-five million just to, just to chill. And that first year, he did rehab. nothing. He rehabbed for his first for, year of his contract. That's amazing. I mean, I wish I wish I had that luxury to be honest with you. I know. Can I mean, you imagine you pay that? Thirty-five million dollars to rehab? Hell yeah! I know. I mean, I, it'd be a tough journey, but whatever. And now I'm interested. <laughs> Who you got? Hawks or Cavs? You want me to start this, or you you know what you're doing? I I am actually going. I'm I'm leading. I'm. It's the Hawks for me. Okay. I, I They're they're hot, um, and I just think that they the experience factor for me. Cavs are a year ahead. Yeah, next year they're gonna be good. Cavs are a year ahead. I really think they have, like, I, this is the first time since LeBron left where I actually think they have a quality squad yeah. moving forward. Weirdly enough, And they're though, missing Jared Allen, who's a fucking monster. Yeah, I mean, like, weirdly enough, I'm actually kind of rooting for him. Who? The, the Cavs. I'm rooting for him. I don't think they're going to win, but, like, yeah. I'm weirdly rooting for him. I, I like this squad. Like, I, I feel like they don't get enough credit. You know what I mean? And like, the franchise I mean, they, is just... They fell apart, though, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, Jared Allen went down, Colin Sexton went down, but like Bickerstaff still held the team together, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a good coach. Yeah, he held the squad together. I agree. So we're both on the Hawks, and we both got the Pelicans. I got the, I, yeah, we're, we're done. I know we're done. Yeah, we're fucking so it's gonna be Clippers and Cavs going. We're screwed. So anybody who's listening out there, you, if you want to bet the Clippers, you want to throw your money the out, Cavs, please. Yeah, if you listen yeah. to us, you're throwing your money out because we're yeah. jinxes on this. Yeah. All right, so now I want to pivot real fast. I want to go to the nah, fuck that. Put some more, put some more respect on our name. You yeah. know what I mean? Check our resume. Yeah, facts. I mean, I, I did take San Antonio to win. And they fuck it I took San Antonio and the Clippers, and then after the show, I'm laughing. I'm like, I like the Timberwolves. I don't you know what I'm realizing, man? Every great coach needs a great star. Like, we need to stop this conversation. Oh, he's the best coach and all this shit. Every great coach needs a fucking star. They Everyone. do. It's facts. What has Popovich done since Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, and them boys have gone? They hasn't done shit. It's cra- I know. 
And he's been really mediocre. And when you talk about the best coaches in the in the NBA, you don't. He, he's not mentioned. You hear uh, guys like um, you hear Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra Tyron came Lou. to my mind. Yeah, Tyron, Tyron Lou. Lou's up there. Absolutely. So it's like, look, I, I'm, I'm not saying he fell off because you know, I mean, like not for nothing. He doesn't have anybody in San Antonio. But if you're that coach, you gotta be able to find. You should be able to attract free agents to come to play for you, right? Yep. I mean, I mean, it's just the nature of the game. It's like it's like it's like a player uh, passing up an opportunity to go to go play with uh, Bill Belichick. A lot of players want to go play and and learn from Bill Belichick. Yeah. So why wouldn't they go to, to uh, San Antonio, San Antonio, and learn under Popovich? I know. It's something weird. It's like it's weird to me because Kawhi left, and like. It, you know, it's just a weird thing for me. I don't know, man. So there's rumors about. I don't know. I'm glad you said that. There's rumors about him retiring, possibly after this season. Any chance he becomes a Lakers coach? No. No. I think he's too loyal. I think he's a loyal guy. I don't know why I say that. I don't have any proof, but just like his whole persona, you know what I mean, just seems real. Yeah. Like even when he talks to the media, he don't give a fuck. He tells you how I, I think he's feels. such an asshole, though. I fucking love it. Man. I can't, of course. Because of if course. you're gonna ask me stupid ass questions, you're gonna get a fucking real response. Like, well, last what night, the fuck you asked? He me got asked that? a very you know valid mean? question. Oh, that's an inappropriate question. All they asked him was, "Is this was this your last game?" That's an inappropriate question. It is. Don't I, ask me that. Why? Because it's none of your fucking business. If I want to retire, it's none of your he business. He could have just said, I'm I not haven't made say, that decision yet. You could be, you could be nice. Gonna, hell no, we ain't doing that. I'm not going to tell the world in that moment after a loss if I'm going to retire. I'm not doing that. When they asked Tom Brady after he lost that game, what did he say? I haven't made that decision yet. I'm going to sit down with my family. He he answered with class. Okay. Not him. Oh, that's an inappropriate question. It, it, you're the mo- biggest asshole it, ever to the really media. It really isn't an appropriate question. The man just took an L, and you're going to ask him if that's if that's his last game. Come on. I mean, like, that to. to me is disrespectful. <laughs> if somebody asks you that after, like, after a loss, I'm mad as hell when I lose. So if somebody's going to ask me if I'm getting ready to retire, I'm like, what the fuck are you asking me? He needs to control his emotions. Talk to me about the game. I'm up here for a reason. Don't be talking about my retirement. It don't make any sense. It's just a question. I don't know, bro. It's very <laughs> inappropriate. I agree with him. I, I, I'm I, I, not shocked there. I just like his energy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball, bro. Back to back play-in exits. Do you think he can lead a franchise as a one A? Is think, it too early to tell? Because he's twenty years old. I think he's a star. I think he's a superstar. Let me let me rephrase that. But it is kind of weird that back-to-back play and exits, though. I gotta be honest. You know I'm like the biggest Lamelo Ball fan. It because like I, I feel like if you are that guy, you are finding a way to win. And I I, I mean look look at Trey Young, that motherfucker went to the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's like if you are that if you think you are in that Trey Young. You know, area. If we, if if you are, if you think Lamelo Ball is Trey Young equalish, whatever, then he should be able to take the Hornets to the playoffs. That's how I feel about it. I actually agree with you. As crazy as that sounds, I really do. Cause... But it sucks because like he's so young and and I, I, it's it's a lot of expectations and not for nothing. The Hornets have been trash. Yeah. So like he has changed that franchise to to being competitive. So here's the thing. I feel like the it's hard to judge him because he's young. He's he's a baby, dude. He's mm-hmm. t- he can't even he can't even buy alcohol. But he did change the the how do I how do I phrase that? He changed life in Charlotte. Like they're actually a relevant franchise. Facts. That's what I mean. So I feel like he can. I just feel like it's it's too early, and I don't want to jump on it because my thing is if he was in a big market, he would be getting crippled right now. Like if he was in if he was on the Knicks. It would probably be a little bit different because the media is so bad there. Like, Julius Randle had an excellent le- year two years ago. I know. This year, he was mids, and he, he got torn apart in the media. I think he was mids because he just didn't want to be there anymore. Think about it. If you hate your job, you think your performance is going to be fire? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, for real. That's fair. Like, you think, you, you think you're going to be a top-notch employee of the year candidate? You're going to be fucking dogging it. Just so, call it what it is, dude. So for me, I just think it's too early to tell for him. But I do believe that he will eventually be 
the leader of a team. And I think that he could, he has a chance to be in like the discussion of like the face of the NBA. One, I think he's one of those, like he can get into that Ja, Luca, Trey category. I think he's that, I think he's that talented of a basketball player. I really do. It's just last night he shot terribly. He was like yeah. three for 25. He was horrible. He's flashy. He is because he does all the crazy passes. Yeah. He can dunk. He shoots. He's, he's fucking awesome. Like I, I, love, I, him. I love him. Like he's I like his game. game. I like I like his game. I think he can play. I think he is literally like, yo, I, I'll be honest with you. Fucking what's his name? Wasn't capping. Um, Draymond? No, ball. Uh, LeVar Ball. Oh, he wasn't capping. He my best, he's he's my best one. Yo, my son, LaMelo, is the best one. He is going to be the number one pick in the draft. And he was. Bro, like it's crazy. He's the third. Oh, I'm sorry, the third. Yeah, third. but he, he all right. He got that wrong, but he's still, bro. He's cooking. He has two bro. kids in the top three like, picks. He was dead right about his son about being a, an elite basketball player. Lon- so and and the world laughed at him because Lonzo was trash come at the, in his first year. And with he Lakers. was so good this year, and he got hurt. He was so hyped up, bro. There was fucking shoes made, the fucking uh, Lonzo ball ones or whatever. You want to know why? They were ugly as fuck. The big baller brands. LaMelo Ball is everything we were promised Lonzo was. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's why the Lakers bought in. It's a big city. They wanted the, the, the fucking superstar. They wanted the next face of the fucking NBA. Yep. They wanted right in L.A., dude. And that's why they drafted him. They fucking swung and missed. And I mean, years down the line, as he gets more and more experience, he's been a better basketball player. Yeah, So for sure. I mean, is he a bust? It depends on what you define bust. Is he? He kind of. He's gonna kind of hold that on his title because he was the second overall. And Magic Johnson in the press conference is saying, "Oh, we're gonna hang his jersey in the rafters, and this, that, and the third. And he's the face of the franchise." Like, you just watch Russell Westbrook, who averaged the triple double for three straight seasons. He's an MVP of the league. He went to a finals, crumble under that Lakers media and pressure. You have super. You have like celebrities there every night courtside watching you you think he really crumbled or he just had a slump i half and half i don't so here's my thing with russell westbrook real fast a little off topic obviously russell westbrook has never played in a big market oklahoma city isn't houston isn't washington are not big markets he's never been in the environment that he was in this year constant criticism constantly on your back i agree with that they have expectations of winning when you don't win you're going to hear it. When you're playing great, you're going to get the love. But a player of Russell West, Westbrook's stature, everything he's accomplished, he's held to the standard of that. Look at LeBron. He's 37. He's still being held to the standard of a 30-year-old. He needs to carry the team. He's trash because he didn't make the playoffs. That comes with playing in that media. He's never been in a big market. This was his first real taste of a big market city. I agree with that, man, 100%. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, I, I just... I feel like he's had the experience of, you know, uh, the finals. Are we still live? Yeah, we're still live. Restream crash. So just check your uh, your monitor for the comments. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, go ahead. Um, sorry about that. It's all good. Um, where was I? Uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to say crashed or crumbled. I I wonder if it was just a slump, man. Like shit just fucking happens. Maybe like. Family issues, outside noise, you know, like shit just happens. Like, I don't see how a guy who averages a triple-double every single game to being that kind of player Almost in, in, a short, in, in, in a short time span. Like, I just don't see that. It was hard to watch, dude, because there were certain times, like, he would go for a layup, he would miss it, and then look at his hands. It was like Space Jam when they, the monsters took his talent. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, he's airballing from the three line. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I'm like the biggest yeah. Russell Westbrook fan I know. I love Russell Westbrook. And I just couldn't understand what he was doing. I, yeah. I, I mean, even like when I was watching him, like, passing the ball. He looked I, off. I don't know what he I was mean, doing. I mean, bro, he was hitting the side of the backboard yeah, on shots. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was like, trying to hit I the don't... backboard and hitting the top of it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, how does a player that goes from averaging a triple-double to being that? Expectations. Like, that's what I mean. I mean, maybe 
it's but that's the thing like are the, are the lakers willing to experiment and say fuck it like maybe he was just in a slump like i don't know and we just keep it for another year i mean that's a that's a conversation for another time but i don't know man maybe maybe uh, he did lose a step so, so this knows? is about russell westbrook too because i'm going to tie in a little bit to this miles bridges hit a fan with his mouthpiece mouthpiece <laughs> what are your thoughts on that should there be consequences yeah, I think he should be suspended to start the year. That's you it. Can't. Go, no, no, I'm saying go ahead because I have. I think, a, he, should, I think he, should, he should be suspended for probably like I don't know four games, four games in the start of the season next year. Um, and I wouldn't suspend him for whatever. I mean, I don't know. All right, so I'm I'm gonna let me throw something at you. All right, suspend him for four games and fine him. Okay, I think he should be banned for life. Or he should be suspended for the entire 2022 season. That's never going to happen. I know it won't, but it should. Because you know why? Because let me ask you a question. If he was walking in there and that fan dumped popcorn on his head, would he be banned for life? I guess. Yeah. So he could throw his mouthpiece at him and hit him when he's supposed to be the one setting the example? So you, Russell Westbrook, getting mad at somebody calling him Russell Westbrook, which you can call me whatever you want for $47 million. But but my thing is, you have all those people – Oh, ban him for life. He should never be allowed because he dumped popcorn on him. The dude at the, uh, at the Sixers game was telling Russell Westbrook, fuck you, screaming in his face. He got banned for life. The guy was saying stuff to LeBron. He got him tossed. So he throws his mouthpiece at him. Reciprocate the energy. You should be suspended all of next year because what you preach is not what you just practiced. You should be gone the rest of the year or, as Russell Westbrook and you guys say, don't let his ass back. Now look, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I do. I do. I hear everything you say. It should be equal. It should be. But the, the, the fact of the matter is it's never going to happen. Facts. They make too much money. These players have too much power. There, There is just... They run the show, bro. So... It's crazy. Whatever happens is literally like... It doesn't even matter. They, there's, there's, They're going to run this shit regardless. So there is no equal rights in that, in that area. But and, and that's wrong. And I totally agree with you. But it's just not going to happen. That was and, the first and, thing that came and, and to my head. And that's like a really good point. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like if you're going to hold everybody else to the same standard, you should be suspended for a whole year then. Yeah. Like, not for nothing. You threw your mouthpiece at someone. You can, What if you hit somebody in the eye? Yeah. I mean, what if there's well, a little, well, just like you say, like Russell Westbrook said, I got my kids here. So let me ask you a question. Miles Bridges threw his mouthpiece and Nina and Noah and Zuri or whoever's sitting there and they hit him in the eye. Should he be banned for life? Because if I did that, I'm banned for life. I'm a piece of shit. My Twitter's blowing up. My Instagram's blowing up. I'm a horrible person. But he does that, and it's, oh, man, he's emotional. He just lost the game. Nah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. They, NBA cries the most about fans. I know, but, like, taking a loss as a player versus taking a loss as a fan is definitely different. Facts, but that's... It's the emotional thing. They get an emotional pass. That's what I'm going to call it. That's a good title name. (laughs) An emotional pass. That's exactly what it is. But there's boundaries. Because as a fan, you should be respectful enough to to the players. If you're a fan of that player, why are you throwing popcorn? These players ain't tied to these fucking fans. When they say, oh, yeah, we thank the fans and shit, they always got to say that. They always got to say that. How do you think you buy your you buy their merch? How do you think he sells it? The fans. Yeah, of course. Trust me, bro. You think they give a fuck about these fans? You're fuck fucking no. foolish. Hell no. These motherfuckers make $40 million a year. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about me. They don't give a fuck about Pauls. They don't no. give a fuck about Philly Phil. <laughs> and they don't give a fuck about Mikey P. I'm being fucking dead ass serious. At P and I, we love our fucking fans. We appreciate. We show up every fucking day or every Monday and Thursday, and we try to put on the best show for you guys. We are for you guys. We appreciate. Fucking players ain't for the fucking fans. What are we talking about? We appreciate all our fans, all three of you that tune in every week. It's just (laughs) that. So. That's all I really had to say on that. I just feel I don't agree with that. Like, I don't think you should be suspended for this season and saying, like, just control yourself. And don't sit there and complain about the fans if you're going to do shit like that. Because if you want the consequences to be handed down to the fan, then you need to set the example of yeah. if you're emotional in a sporting event, you can have your meltdowns. Just do it within reason. You're not a fucking three-year-old. 
You're a grown, tw- you're a grown 25 or 24 year old, 30 year old man. <laughs> I know, man. So, look, dude, you're preaching to the choir, right? I, I understand. I I get it. I understand, dude. You know what I mean? But like, at an emotional pass. So now, it's time for our NBA brackets. I mean, let's do it. Phil, switch the song a little bit. Let's do it. Yeah. Actually, let's get freaky. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. So, audience, all three of you. Now, I'm going to be reading off Palante's bracket, Mikey P's bracket as well after we give ours. So, we'll start with the West. All right. All right. Uh, I have the Suns over the Pelicans in five. This is your bracket? Yep. Okay. I have the Suns over the Pelicans in five. Mm-hmm. I have the Jazz over the Mavericks in six. I have the Warriors over the Nuggets in six. And my upset of the bracket, I have the Timberwolves beating the Grizzlies in seven. Palante has Suns over Clippers in six. Dallas over Utah and uh, Dallas over the Jazz in seven. The Warriors over the Nuggets in five. And Memphis over the Timberwolves in six. All right. Well, Nick Theory's in the West. Here we go. He's got the Suns in five over the Pelicans. I have Dallas in seven against the Jazz. I think I think Luca is going to miss game one. Same possibly two. And if he even if he even if he misses two, he's that good. Fuck, I like that. All right, that fucking dude. All right, he's that dude. I mean. If that's assuming, if you give me 80% Luka, I'm taking him all fucking day. Anyway, Dallas in seven. All right. Uh, I got Golden State in six over the, over the Nuggets. And I got Memphis in five over Oh, wow. The Whoa. You've heard me, dog. John five. John Morant is a fucking dog. And that team plays as a team. And they've been doing it consistently since day fucking one. This team is legit, bro. Five? Five. Sour on that? I'm not going to play a sour. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, you know I'm, I mean? I'm playing. Just, five just, is crazy. It's a hunch, bro. All right. All I right. believe John Moran is that dude, and all I think they're deep. All right. Pause. Uh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll do the whole West bracket first. All right. All right. And the semis. I have Phoenix over. I have the Suns over the Jazz in six, and I have the Warriors over the Timberwolves in five. Mikey P has the Suns over the Mavericks in five and the Warriors over the Grizzlies in six. Well, I got Phoenix in six over the Mavericks. They're going to, that's going to be a good series, in my opinion. Yeah, the Jazz, Luke, yeah it's going to be Luke, good with the Jazz. I think, I, I think Luke is that dude. And I think the world's about to find out who the fuck he's made of. If he wasn't injured, I would agree with you. He's a beast, bro. I, the, the moment's never big for him, dude. He, he's he's made for clutch. I, I agree. Anyway, with you. Hey, man. I agree. Anyway, um, I have. I can't believe I'm saying this. I have an upset. I have the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> beating the Golden State Warriors. I I think this team. You is pulled up with Cat. Good, bro. I believe in John Morant. I think he is going to be last year's Trey Young in his playoffs. I think he's going to go bananas. I think he's going bananas. I fuck with it. I think he's going to show up game one, and I think he's going to drop a 40-piece. I think he's going to make a statement. I'm dead-ass serious. Sweet and spicy? Sweet and spicy or teriyaki? Teriyaki. No cat. (laughs) This dude's going to give you... Yeah, I'm dead-ass, bro. He's going to serve him up. We'll see. I I think he's going to school Anthony Edwards. And I love Anthony Edwards, but I think... I don't think he's scared Anthony Edwards. I don't think at all. I just think Ja Morant is... Has, has more experience. So the the Wolves. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You have. Oh, sorry. Wait, but, who did but, you, but but Carl Anthony Towns is going to be a problem <laughs> for 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 the Grizz in the, in the first round. Yeah. But, oh, for sure. Yeah. That's why, saying, the, that's why I picked. That's why I picked the Wolves. I, I like the Grizzlies to beat the to, to beat the Warriors, and I, I got them. That. I got them in seven. Okay. I think as yeah, a bro, series. I think that I think as a series plays on, I think they're going to get more and more confident that they can fuck with them. They have a good team, and here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. With and Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams can cause problems for Golden State. Absolutely, unless they run the death line. Absolutely, because Clay Thompson now he's been balling again. He's quietly, been, he found himself again. 
for real. And with Jordan, because now Clay Thompson's playing the three because you got with uh, the emergence of Jordan Poole, who is a fucking star. Look, man. He's being overshadowed. Curry, ain't he, is he 100% healthy? Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back, but is he 100% healthy? That's going to matter, bro. I still trust him. That's going to that's gonna matter. I still tr I'll trust him on one leg. I've seen him. All right. All right. Now, here we go. Anyway. So, winning the West, I have the Warriors over the Suns in seven. Mikey P has the Suns over the Warriors in six. <sighs> Suns over the Warriors in six? That's what Mike has. I had I had Phoenix in six. I got them beating Memphis. I think Memphis is a year away from literally probably being NBA champions. Damn, and, bro, that's crazy. Bro, You're really high on them like that, bro. They're very you high bad. on some. They're good, bro. They're the second seed in the West. I know that. Let's put some I respect. Know. And they, they twenty won. and two without job. Twenty. It's two. fair. It's bro, fair. I'm not twenty saying that. and two without job Morant. It's a big set. I mean, bro, side. like we're, I think Ja is. He's easy top fifteen in the league. Yeah. So when you when you don't have and that's another team that lost a, a player like that. You know what I mean? Like we we talked about earlier. Like they overcome because bro the, that team is good, bro. So I want to say, how do how do you with with Chris Paul? I oh, know. Wait, you have the Suns beating them. I'm sorry. I got, the Suns, I got the Suns in six. All right. So you have the Suns going against. Yeah, I I think it's because. For me, man, it would be awesome to see Ja in the fucking finals, man. I'm a big fan, bro. I have the Warriors losing simply because I think they're going to be fine because I think they're going to get healthy. I think Clay's playing good, and I just feel like they've been there before. And I, it, you know, it's hard to go back to back. Not now, it's hard to get back there again. I gotta it be is. honest with you, Mike. And the reason why I didn't pick Golden State was because I feel like, I feel like if they could bounce out early, I could see a. a Big trade happening in Golden State. They're a very aggressive franchise. They've been in the, the same team and injured with that same crew. And they haven't won shit in a long time. So it's like, all right, am I going to sit here and rot with this team? Or am I going to make a change to better while we have Curry still? Okay. So what I'm thinking is, is Draymond on the block? Because I don't think it's Draymond. I, we, dude, I said this could, fucking around. Be, yeah. I think it's Clay Thompson. And I, I think they can get the fucking mother load for him, dude. So can I. But my thing is, is this is why I said this, and we were laughing about Jordan this. Jordan Poole is a fucking Colin Cowherd put this on his show the Tuesday after I said this, when I was just throwing ideas out there. If you're the Lakers, dude, and you, and you offer the Warriors Anthony Davis, who says no? I'm saying no. I, I would too, but I'm saying I don't, I don't want, know if the Warriors would say no. I think the well. I don't know because of the size advantage he would give them because now Draymond Green goes to the four. True, but he's never available. I know. So, like, am I going to pay somebody a, a, a bag? I'm going to give this guy a big-ass bag, and he's not going to be available. Meanwhile, I just got rid of one of the best shooters in the, like that we've seen in the NBA and for, for a guy that's just always in street clothes. Like, to me, like, that could Literally. be a really big L. Because we we seen Steph with like no uh, with no Clay Thompson and Steph's a different beast though. He no Steph's good, but he, can he carry them all the way by himself? He don't have to right now. I know, but I'm not saying that. But if he if he got rid of if you got rid of Clay Thompson and you replaced him with Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis is in street clothes, then how like do you think Steph Curry can go to the finals without without that? Like who's more reliable? No, because now the team, the league is good. The league is fucking fantastic. The league as a whole, is it good. is finally it has parity, bro. Yeah, you we'll be talking mean? about that on Monday night. All right, so now we're going to the East. So for me, I have Miami over Atlanta in six. I have the Sixers over the Raptors in five. Milwaukee over the Bulls in four. Boston over the Nets in six. Mikey P has Miami over the Hawks in six. Sixers over the Raptors in six. Bucks over the Bulls in five. The Nets over the Celtics in six. Hmm. He has the Celtics in six? I have the Celtics in six. You have the Celtics in six. He has the yeah. Nets in six. 
I think, all right, well, we're going to go through mine. I got uh, Miami beating the Hawks in six. I, think I wanted Miami, to pick the Hawks, bro. I do, too. I think Miami's in a bad spot, weirdly. I think the Hawks are really getting hot at the right time. I don't know if Miami could score with them. I know Miami plays good defense. I don't know I if mean, they could keep up with that scoring, dude. They score in fucking bunches. I know, but they play good defense. I know. It's gonna be a, that's going to be a good they series. They play good defense, bro, and they're a good fucking team. They've been consistent all year. Anyway, I got Heat in six over Atlanta. I got Philly in six over Toronto. I think it's going to be a tough series. I think it's going to be a 2-2 series, and I think Philly's going to win the last two. Like, I feel like they have better players. Like, eventually the talent is going to, like— That's why I chose Because, like, when you learn a team and you figure them out and you see all their, you know, like, their game plan, I feel like they're going to have—I I feel like— Philly's talent is just going to take over. Bro. I think we go up 2-0, lose game three, win four and five. Okay. That's exactly how I see it playing out. We okay. went back at the crib. Yeah, I think it's going to go, it's going to be 2-0, and then it's going to be 2-2. Like, I feel like we're going to get complacent. You know what I mean? Like, I just do. Like, I we always God, fucking do. I, it always feels like that. But you Rivers. never really put a dagger in somebody. I know. You got to go for the fucking throat. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you do. That's just, <sighs> that's just war. Anyway. Uh, I got Milwaukee in five over Chicago, and I got the Brooklyn Nets in seven over the Celtics. And this was a hard series for me because I really like the Celtics team. They play as a team, and that's – hey, Mikey P says it all the time. It's a team game. Although this is different in basketball because yeah. I feel like a superstar. Star power. team. Yeah. But you could also look at, the, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies. They won 20-2 and without their superstars. So, anyway, anything can happen. Just play as a team. As long as you don't – <laughs> but anyway um yeah man this series was hard bro this was tough but i feel like i feel like Kyrie's is gonna is gonna be the difference man i really do that's i i can't argue it i mean i do he plays with a chip on his shoulder he hates boston you saw him stomp on that logo like he really does not fuck with that place and i feel like when you don't fuck with somebody like i feel like you're really out to kill them and he's been on a mission he's man. a killer Exactly. He's a killer, bro. I, I, however, it's going to be loud as shit in Boston. But I feel like he's that kind of player that loves that. He thrives shit, on that. Man. He thrives. Fuck yeah, he does. I mean, like that's a that's kind of a guy that I can get behind, man. Like I, I like pause. that pause. Yeah, fact. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I've been saying that shit. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, that just threw me off, man. You're right. Anyway, but like that's the kind of guy that like I can root for, man. Like. He just plays with passion, bro. Like, yo, you're against me? Good. I love that shit, bro. That gives me fuel. Fucking love it, man. Keep going. He's about I that life. I enjoy it. He loves being booed. He's about that life. Absolutely, man. So I, I had yeah, I, I, and the experience factor. It was me. a hard series for me to pick. Um, I just think that Boston overall is a better team, and they're getting Robert Williams back, apparently. I've read he was apparently missing a couple, uh, couple <clears> games. <throat> And I, if he misses a couple games and they fall behind on the Nets, I think they're going to be. And I also, out. I am concerned. So here's the thing. It's funny. What's it, Ben Simmons is targeting to come back game four. Is he avoid, like, I feel like I, I don't know about just dropping him in that lineup. I don't know how that works. You just drop him in after he hasn't played a game in nine months. Physicality, shape. Well, I don't think they're just going to drop him in. I think what they would do is they would give him like a minute restriction. I think they would strategically fit him in some way. I don't think they're just going to just say, hey, oh, yeah, here, here you are. You're, you're just going to be our starter. I don't I don't see that happening just because there's no camaraderie anyway. They never play with each other. Pause. So what are you going to do? Are, are you going to just throw somebody in the fire? I mean, I, I, I don't see that happening. I mean, Brooklyn made it this far without him. You might as well just roll what you got. Now, I'm and that's way. where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, if you know, if you miss a regular season, who the fuck are you to come in on the playoffs? <coughs> fuck you, get your ass down. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck are you? So that's how, that's how I would approach it. Totally if, agree. If, if Katie and I think Katie is that kind of guy that would actually make that happen. So, all right, so I good. have in the semifinals in the East, I have the Sixers over the Heat in six, Milwaukee, the Bucks over the Celtics in six. Mikey P has Sixers in six over the Heat. And the Bucks over the Nets in seven. Mm. Yeah, all right. So I got I got the Sixers in seven against the Heat. Okay. I feel like Embiid's the factor, bro. 
I feel like Joel Embiid is going to literally put his put his stamp on on this series. I think he's going to be the difference maker in that one. So I got Philly in seven over the, over the Heat. Uh, and this one was tough too, man. But I feel like a lot of energy is going to be exuberated from the Nets from the long series with Boston. Um, I got I got Milwaukee in six. I think Milwaukee has been has been slept on. Nobody's talking about them. I think they're under the radar, which is absolutely crazy. They have Giannis. They're defending champ. Uh, yeah, I mean, is Giannis still there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? You know what I mean? So, like, and not for nothing, they're a good team. Drew Holiday's playing a high level. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like their I like their squad, and they, they have experience. So, I, I went with uh, Milwaukee in six. All right. In the Eastern Conference Finals, I have – the Sixers over the Bucks in seven, and Mikey P has the same. I'll be honest with you, and I'm saying that non-homerish, and I can explain it in the finals. I'll be honest with you. I said the Sixers were going to make it to the finals, right? I gotta be honest, man. I feel like I feel like the Sixers are gonna do it, man. It's it's just they're being slept on. Yeah, I mean they are, but rightfully so. Like they they've been playing pretty bad. I think stretch. Harden's coming to play. Um, but yeah, I mean I think Harden is going to be on a mission. I think he's playing carefree. I don't think he really cares about anybody's opinions. Honestly, I don't yep. think he gives a fuck. We need that Harden. But anyway, give me Philly in seven. Cool. All right. Finals predictions. I have. They're doing it. They're 100 percent doing it. Side the Sixers in seven over the Warriors. And Joel Embiid will not win regular season MVP, but he's going to win something better. He's going to be the finals MVP. That'd be awesome. And he's finally going to do it because it's the perfect ending to a crazy fucking year for him. And he's, be- going, he's going to get what he deserves. And he's going to win finals MVP. Harden's going to get the monkey off his back. And he's bringing the championship to Philly this year. I really believe it. I do. I think he's on, I think he's on a mission because he doesn't strike me as somebody that's going to dwell on the regular season. I believe he's going to use that to fuel him. And I think he's ready to play. He's been in the second round. He's had the heartache. It's his time. And it's wide open for him to do it. I love it. I love the storyline. It's so fucking cute. It is. It's. It would be great. And Mike has the Sixers in six over the Suns. Homer talk. He's got Sixers in six over the Suns? Yeah. He buck wild. All right. I got to bring these people back down to earth here. It's okay. All right. It's okay to make the finals and... and it is what it is. You know what I mean? The, the bottom line is the fucking Suns are winning the fucking shit, bro. Mm-hmm. They're the fucking best team in the fucking in the league. And it's not even close, bro. They won like 60 fucking games. They won like 68 games this year. You're telling me that's not a fucking good ass team? I know the Warriors won 73 and they didn't win the chip. I get it. Blah, 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 blah. You read but my this face. Team, but this team is literally, they're, they're the same team as last year. And look how close they were. I mean, dude, they had that chip on their shoulder. I think they're fucking bringing it home, dude. And I think this is going to be Devin Booker's MVP. Who's wait? Who you got in the finals? Who are they beating? I got them beating the Sixers. Oh, all right, bet. I had this. I had this. I'm I have sorry. This, I have Suns in six. Shit. I had the okay. Suns in six. Uh, I think Joel's going to play lights out. I think he's going to do fantastic. But that boy Devin Booker is a problem, bro. I, I don't know. I don't know. Every time he plays against the Sixers, he tortures them straight up. Like, he has a field day, and I think he's going to be finals MVP, too, as well. See so. when Matisse Thibel gets on his ass. Yeah, we're going to see. I think Devin Booker's a different animal, bro. He is. People sleep on him. Who's your uh, And who's and who's your finals MVP? I, I, I just told you, bro. D-Book. D-Book? Yep. Okay, I shit. Mean, I know the narrative would push it towards Chris Paul. I actually I don't believe that, that. But I fucking hate that because like, I think Devin Booker is literally the best player on that team. I actually I disagree. Care. Dude, as much as I've given Devin Booker shit, I actually disagree with you on that. I think Devin Booker's actually beginning to get the love that he deserves. I really do. Because Chris Paul went out. They went 12-3. and three. Now you have people saying that he should be a top five in the MVP, which is true. And I feel like now he's getting noticed because he balled without Chris Paul. And that's the thing. Like, why? Like, he doesn't get, like, enough of the spotlight. Like, we talk about people like fucking, you know, uh, Luka, Trey, and all these other. Like, how come he doesn't get that, like, respect? And, and I, just, I just don't understand that. But I think he's, going, he's about to get it this year. He deserves it. All right, so now we're going to pivot a little bit to the NFL. Baker Mayfield, my favorite player of all time. No, I'm just playing. 
his thought what are your thoughts on the comments he made in the podcast about how how would you feel if you had people coming to your cubicle and work and booing the shit out of you and how he doesn't he's in a good place right now he doesn't know what team he's going to and you know stuff of that nature i think that was kind of soft i mean it comes with the territory of being a nfl quarterback you know what i mean like i just don't i don't understand it i mean if you are the number one overall pick right then like you should be able to handle the criticism it that's just comes with the territory yeah so you stop crying about it you know what i mean like it is kind of pussy shit and I, and, and I was starting to actually feel bad for Baker because of that. You know what I mean? Like, because of the whole Deshaun Watson thing, I thought it was disrespectful. And I agree with them. Like, he I said, feel like, He did say that, too. I'm sorry. I meant to mention that. He said, I feel disrespected because I was told one thing and they did another, right. which I believe to be true. And I absolutely believe that to, to be true as well. And that's why I actually do feel bad for him. But, not, but like, when you, we talk about booing somebody in the cubicle, it's like, bro, like, people are going to boo you. I like, think you are joking. an NFL quarterback. Like, I don't understand what you don't understand. Like, it just comes with the territory of the title of your of, of your job. That's just what it is, man. You're always going to get the scrutiny. You knew that. You played in college. You know? I mean, like, I you so, get talked about. You are the you are the the spotlight of the team. I so I took I think Baker is salty. And I think he has every right to be cuz I think Hell they did yeah. him dirty. And I think that he's just I just think they did him dirty, and he's just speaking his mind now because he has to, at some point, he has to push back and, and just not say anything. He can't not j- just not say anything and go quietly because he has to tell his side a little bit yeah. because it was such a fucked up situation from start to finish because one minute it was, we're prepared to move forward with Baker. We're out on Deshaun. Then he writes the goodbye letter to Cleveland. They want him back. Then they signed Deshaun to a $230 million fully guaranteed contract so you look at that and you just kind of shake your head you're like okay so what was going on that entire time then they're coming at him saying oh we uh we want an adult at quarterback like fuck that you don't do that you just don't do that so i think he's yeah. salty overall oh absolutely i would feel i would feel really disrespectful i would too I, I i wouldn't even want I, like and that's the thing like he knows he's I, I don't think he's ever gonna put on a browns uniform ever again never like ever like even if they can't find a trade partner i think they're getting rid of him man like and i feel like just you might as well like what why are you holding him hostage yep just get rid of him man you know what i mean like i i just want the best for both parties just move on you guys already split up Fact you got is. a new quarterback it's time to move on bro move you know on I mean? and it's, it's it's old now it is it is what it is you know what i mean like i hope he finds a good situation for him and you know so he can so he can continue his career because right now like he's kind of trending towards not wanting to be rostered it's almost like he's fallen he's he's like fallen into like a forgotten category yeah because I, I hate that for him. I know, me too. He I just came me, I in the league. He's a young quarterback. With a lot of room to grow because he has a lot of attributes that you can win with. Absolutely. And now with the quarterbacks playing late in their 30s, if you can find that guy, man, you still have 12, 13 years left to I develop know. into somebody, a superstar quarterback. I agree. So, like, I feel like time is on his side. But, man, like. These comments are just weak, bro. I know. For me, I'm I, with I don't. You. No, I'm the same but way. I agree. I agree with his stance. But I just think the comment about booing was weak. Yeah, that's all. All right. So now we're touching a little bit of MLB. Vladimir Guerrero. Oh man. Junior gets his hand stepped on, gushing blood on his ring finger. Comes up and goes what four for four with three home runs. Yeah, I mean he hit like fourteen hundred feet uh, worth of home runs and he just bounced out the park. <laughs> like he gets the best pitcher. When we were doing predictions the other day, I was saying I think he could win the triple count. Dude, he's a monster. He's he's somebody that could get the league noticed more. 100%. I feel like he is that kind of player. And the thing is too, like when you're playing baseball, dude, you have to hold the bat. Like the impact of hitting a 90 mile an hour fastball, yeah. like that rattle in your hand, especially on a wooden bat, like it's not aluminum. Mm-hmm. Like just the toughness that shows. Like and again, I love what you just said about that. That is those are that is what baseball needs. Yes, that's like grit and grind. Because and it stuff reminds like people of like the steroid era, bro. People just fucking moonshot. Yeah, dude, just straight up crushing the ball, dude. That's what the people love. People love they were bombs too. Chicks dig the long ball, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. fucking do. It, it is what it is. It brings entertainment to the sport because not for nothing, baseball is more of the slowest sports and 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 it is, yeah. You know what I mean? So like my thing is just just if you can get more excitement into the sport, it provides energy for the people. People need energy. You know what I mean? Like I 
Otherwise, I'm going to be bored as fuck eating peanuts in a fucking hot dog, gaining 20 pounds and drinking a slapper. I know. That sounds like a good day, I though. Bet it. I mean, it's fucking fire. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. But what I'm saying is I, I, I like energy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I like, 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 for me, I'm the same way. Animation. Yeah. Like, emotions. Hard on your sleeve. You need to see all that. That's why I love Bryce Harper. That's why Chase Utley was so loved. Derek mm -hmm. Jeter. All those players. And like, and like you said, too, like, it's just, he is just like... Like he's, I feel like when you watch him, he's like one of the boys. Yeah. Like he's just out there. He's playing. He's having fun. He gets nicked up. He gets hurt. He just goes to the plate, does his job. It's just that that is what the sport needs, bro. He he on yeah, every I mean, level. Tom made a great comment. He's changing the game. I love it. He really is changing the game. Like Flatty is a fucking beast, and he's definitely taking after his pops, bro. You know what I mean? Like his dad was no slouch either. That's Ant Scafidi's favorite player ever. Vladimir Guerrero. Vladimir Guerrero. Dude, he loves him. It's so funny because growing up, he's like, awesome. it was just, yeah, he he's loved awesome, him bro. growing up, dude. He's a beast. And then, like, his son is just following his footsteps. And yeah. I, I've, and it's funny because I love Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah. I love him, dude. He's, he's, a, he's a beast, man. Yeah. He's going to have a great year. And, I, and and the Blue Jays could be scary. I know. They really could be, man. I, and I was, I might be wrong about them uh, when the division, but. All right. So now, our last and final topic, we're going to finish it off with Clayton Kershaw. Getting pulled after 80 pitches on the verge of pitching the, in the seventh inning, six more outs to go, for the 24th perfect game in the history of the MLB that has like 225,000 games played. I got to be honest. So when I when I saw it, I I was like, I I thought I was actually like reading a fake article, you know, because I didn't actually watch the game. Ball sack sports. Yeah, ball sack sports. <laughs> Um, I feel like it was a fake article because I'm like, if this guy is throwing a perfect game, why are you taking him out to save his arm for October? Bro, you have fucking seven months between then. If, if, if you are concerned about his health, then maybe have him just start every other game. <laughs> I, if yeah. you want to keep him. But don't let don't get rid of this kid's moment. Because not for nothing, the last, like, few years, I feel like Clayton Kershaw's name has been damaged because of his playoff performance and shit. Like, I feel like this would have been a perfect moment for him to be in the spotlight more because he's a fucking fantastic pitcher. He's had a great career. He has he has a ring. I mean, like, and well, now he does. Uh, he won it two years ago. But still, I mean, like, not for nothing. Like, I, if I'm a competitor, I want to be out there. Like, I want to finish that shit because that's so fucking rare to do in the, in, in the MLB. Like, And you're already that, that far. And you're that far. It doesn't happen. Just let me pitch. And if somebody hits the fucking ball off me, then you can, you, then you can yank me. But don't yank me when I haven't given up a fucking hit. Don't do that. Why? So here's my thing. It doesn't make any sense. We were talking about this last game and I was uh, last week, and I was saying how analytics ruined a lot of sports. And here we go again. Like, my thing is, dude, is you're on the verge of pitching a perfect game. Yeah. I just, I don't understand it, how sports medicine has evolved so much. We're at the peak of sports medicine. Injuries happen more often, and the player, it takes longer to recover. They're more frequent. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, and then he comes on there and says, oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the bigger goal. Like, I hate that type of answer, dude. I hate that. Because, like... I get it. I know you want to win a championship, and not everyone's worried about individual yeah. accolades. He's 34, I think. So you're 34 years old. You've already won your championship. But, bro, that's a, that's like a monumental piece of history. You know what I hate? I hate when these fucking players bullshit. You are you telling me, as a competitor, you are, you're going to give me that answer? You're going to give me that answer in that moment. After it just happened. I, I, I just don't... I, I think he fucking lied. <laughs> I think he lied. I don't think he wanted to come out. I think he lied. Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. It's, it, you know, whatever. It's if it's all about the winning championship. That's cool, bro. It's fucking April 14th. Your season doesn't end until, like, October. So, like, what are we talking about, dude? Just pitch two more fucking innings. That's six batters. If you were pitching that great, six batters wouldn't be shit. You 20, would be you would you would mow through him. He had 13 Ks. So you if, what is it? 20 what, more pitches? If that, if if that, if he gives up a walk, and then he gives up a hit, or if he gives up a walk, you can yank him. His perfect game's gone. He still has a no hitter. It depends. I would keep him in. Yeah. If, until so would somebody I. gets a hit off me, keep me the fuck in. I want I want to finish the job. It is so rare to do that. Let me enjoy this moment. Not many people get to experience that. 
getting that far in and and on a perfect game that's fucking very hard to do so leave me the fuck alone let me finish the job let's get this dub and that's it that's it I know, and my thing is, is like, too, up, I don't think that'll Fucked ever change up. until a player actually, like, says no. Like, if he would have said no last night, I think that could have been the beginning of, like, like, players are already full of empowerment right now. Absolutely. I mean, look, if he really wanted to come out and he was cool with it, I mean, I guess go for you. You know your body. I don't understand that, especially when you're a professional competitor. Bro, what's 30 more pitches, if that? Yeah. You're, if, like I said, if you have a perfect game, all you need is six more batters. So say say you throw five pitches per batter. That's six times five. That's what I said. That's thirty pitches. That's that's so exactly like, what I'm talking. I don't about. understand if you, if he's that brittle. Why do you have him on your staff? I yeah, facts. I don't get it. <laughs> Put him in a bullpen. No, <laughs> it, I, it, that or just tell him to retire or go find somewhere else. Why would I want to deal with that? Why would I want a, a, a pitcher on on a pitch count in fucking April? I'm sorry, man. Not not for two innings. I I, I disagree. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. And um, Philly Phil. Oh, you're already ready. Born. <laughs> it's regular. We always fuck it right. Are you going to give a fucking outro or are you just going to... Oh, yeah, it? I thought you were doing it. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not used to that. My bad. My bad. I'm throwing off. Nick, just take it away. Oh, yeah, I'm just so used to hearing, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> you guys are just sitting there. Yeah. I was looking... Mikey P not being here really throws you guys off. Oh, we miss nah, him. No, nah, we were rocking. But, we'll see yeah, we miss him, man. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Um, but, yeah, anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we will see you guys next week at PNI, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>